shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Yes, for the samples, because seasonal allergies are no joke in the state of Tennessee. Or Kentucky, where I spend the summers at Hopetown. I spend most of the summer outdoors and could not function without allergy relief. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. You just described my exact state in waking up minus the need for coffee. (laughs) I've been taking Claritin D for my allergies for years, and it's been an absolute life changer. I can be outside with the kids at camp without my eyes watering like a fountain, and I can speak without feeling like a frog has jumped into my throat. But at Hopetown, a frog could jump into your boat or your bed, (laughs) and Claritin can't really help with that. That's true, but they've got allergies covered. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Welcome to the Raising Boys and Girls podcast. I'm Sissy Goff. I'm David Thomas. And I'm Melissa Trevathan. And we're so glad you've set aside a few minutes to spend with us today. In each episode of this podcast, we'll share some of what we're learning in the work we do with kids and families on a daily basis at Daystar Counseling in Nashville, Tennessee. Our goal is to help you care for the kids in your life with a little more understanding, a little more practical help, and a whole lot of hope. So pull up a chair and join us on this journey from our little yellow house to yours. Each year, millions of Americans face the reality of living with mental health challenges. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Last year, Christian Appalachian Project, CAP, provided essential mental health services to more than 900 individuals in eastern Kentucky. Did you know that there is one quarter the number of mental health providers in the region compared to the national average? That presents a challenge to anyone seeking access to mental health professionals. CAP serves families and helps children who are dealing with the impacts of a variety of trauma. Counselors with Christian Appalachian Project often serve individuals with chronic multi-layered problems. Recently, CAP's Family Life Counseling Services expanded into additional Appalachian counties. These caring counselors are committed to the value of the individual, the importance of families, and the wisdom of spiritual beliefs and practices. This work changes lives, strengthens communities, and creates a ripple effect for generations to come. Won't you help us recognize the importance of mental health by donating to CAP today? Please visit christianapp.org slash mentalhealthtsf. That's christianapp.org slash mentalhealthtsf. Holly Singletary is a single mom and widow to late country music singer Daryl Singletary. 
host of the Hope with Holly podcast. She is on a mission to inspire and encourage listeners to live every day with grace and gratitude. And we have had the privilege of knowing Holly and her kids for several years, and she certainly does that for us. We can't wait for you to get to know her. Holly, you cannot possibly know what a delight it is to spend time with you. Oh my goodness. Just really even the joy of knowing you Mm. and your children. And so... Will you begin just by sharing a little bit about your story? Tell us kind of where you grew up, how you and Daryl met, and about your amazing kids. Yeah, so I grew up in a little town about eight hours from here in Georgia, South Georgia, really close to Jacksonville, Florida, about 45 minutes from the line. So really small town, uh, not a lot to do. It was um, church and football. (laughs) Really, like we were in church combo. Sunday and Wednesday, and everything shut down on Fridays for mm-hmm. high school football. So it was, I guess, kind of all I knew growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I went away to college, uh, moved back home for a little bit, and then decided I was going to move to Atlanta, which was about four hours from my hometown. And I came from a place nobody leaves. So it was like, oh, my gosh you're moving to Atlanta. Are you crazy? Mm. <laughs> so moved to Atlanta for a job at Emory. And that's actually when I met Daryl. So Daryl is actually from a little town, Cairo, Georgia. It's actually Wigham, Georgia, but it's about two hours from my hometown and we were big football rivals. Oh, wow. And so, but I met him in Atlanta just a weekend. A friend of mine was with him and he was a tour manager for Red Akins, which ended up a year fast forward past that, they all toured together. So I met Daryl through Jeff, and we just kind of hit it off because we were kind of the same. I mean, he's from a small town, really the same. His parents were super involved in church. Actually, his dad still to this day is the um, music minister at the church, and a lot of Singletary's and like very small church, so a lot of that church is made up of the Singletary family. Aww. And so we met and uh, dated, I guess, about a year and a half long distance, and then I moved up to Nashville. Mm. And so we married about a year later. You know, it was so sweet because we instantly were connected. It was like we were kind of cut from the same cloth. A lot of our upbringing, a lot of, we say our moral compass was very much the same and kind of what we wanted for future for kids and what that looked like. But fast forward, we actually did not have kids for about 10 years. So we were married for 10 years. And then it was kind of like, oh, gosh, it's been 10 years. What are we doing? Because I think at that time, all of our friends were, you know, getting pregnant and having babies. And so it kind of, I guess, fueled our fire a little bit of, but we were just enjoying being together and he traveled just being, you know, on the road in the music business. So 10 years later, we had the boys. So we had twins first. And so funny, I remember we were at our ultrasound, which twins run on my side of the family. My grandfather was a twin. I just remember the ultrasound because we were so excited. We were pregnant. Mm. And um, the doctor, Dr. Winslow, we just started giggling when there was two. Like, we were, like, (laughs) the most inappropriate. (laughs) Because I think everybody else was probably crying. And we were happy, but we were like, oh, my gosh, there's two. And I just remember we could not stop laughing. And we get to the car and we're like, 
oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Like it was like, <laughs> bam, like 10 years, nothing. And now there's two, mm-hmm. but um, gosh, what a blessing. I mean, mm-hmm. we were so ecstatic. And then they all came two years after. So we have four, Mercer, Jonah, Nora, and Charlotte. And we kind of were like, okay, well, if we're going to have more, we better, you know, hurry up. Uh, Charlotte was a surprise. We thought we were done. And so we joke and say God has a sense of humor because mm. it was like, what? what? Oh, no. What do we do again? And our house isn't big enough. And all mm. these things that come with all the surprises. But now wow. she's the bookend yes. because she's her dad made over. She mm. has I mean, she's super witty, just his personality of making you laugh. And I think probably out of all of them, they all have features of both of us, but she very much looks like Daryl. So Mm. it was a really sweet story looking back. I'm like, you know, we were these rivals in high school and didn't know it. And we were at football games together and had no clue. And then, you know, move eight hours away and you meet. Mm. So yeah, it's a really sweet story. Yes. With some adorable kiddos. I think so. As a result of it. Yes. 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 I know you'll agree, David, that spending time in God's Word is one of the best ways to share Jesus with the kids we love. It sure is. The Bible is one of the best tools a parent can have in their parenting toolbox. But think for a moment, sissy. What would it be like if we didn't have access to a Bible or we're allowed to have one. Sadly, that is a reality that many people around the world are facing today. Sharing hope and peace is something that is close to our hearts, and that's why we are excited to tell you about one of our partners, Crew. Crew has missionaries in almost every country on earth, and they are seeing people come to know Jesus. But there's just one thing those people are missing, a Bible in their own language. Sissy, I bet our listeners can meet that need. For only $25, you can provide three people with Bibles each and every month. When you sign up to provide three Bibles with a monthly gift of $25, as a thank you, Crew will also provide meals to 15 hungry individuals through their humanitarian aid ministry. Plus, you'll receive a free copy of our book, Are My Kids on Track? Simply text the word RAISING, R-A-I-S-I-N-G, to 71326 to start helping today. Imagine just how much this gift could change someone's life. So text RAISING to 71326. That's R-A-I-S-I-N-G to 71326 to help now or visit give.crew.org slash raising. Message and data rates may apply. Available to U.S. addresses only. Well, Daryl had an amazing career in country music and was so beloved. Oh, gosh, yeah. By people, yes. Yeah. And we'd love to know if you and the kids have a favorite of his songs yeah. and why. Well, of course, after he passed away, the music industry is really a small circle. Mm. It seems really large, I think, outside of that. But if you're in it, it was very sweet and intimate, and a lot of those peers that loved him have really, they just stepped up and stepped in. So I I have a lot of thankfulness for that, Mm. for them kind of rallying around us and supporting us and really just showing the love they had for Daryl because it's so sweet for me to watch, but it's even sweeter for the kids to see. Like, you know, they get the look in their eye. 
they knew my dad or, mm. you know, or they'll tell stories about dad. Well, I knew your dad when he, you know, first got his was record label and Randy Travis discovered him. So there's all these sweet wow. stories that they don't know. Mm-hmm. But hearing them, it's still, for them, I think, it keeps him alive mm-hmm. for them in a sense to hear, you know, all these stories. So in that sense, I'm so grateful because they've really rallied around us as a family, and we still do. They've, you know, started this benefit we do every year, and it's really sweet and near and dear to my heart because the kids get up and get to sing, you know, their dad's songs, which is funny because I love being the cheerleader and behind the scenes. And so I I remember there were times where Daryl's like, I'm going to get you on stage. I'm like, don't you dare. I'm not going. (laughs) I'm not going to go out there. So, but fast forward, and they're all like, when can we sing? How many songs can we sing? And I'm like, you are definitely your dad's children because (laughs) I'll help you do anything, but I don't want to get, you know, on stage. But so I let them pick each year. They kind of have to, you know, decide together what song they're going to sing and what that looks like. They all have such different personalities. (laughs) And so sometimes that's tough. My favorite song because it has a story. When we were dating, my favorite artist was Keith Whitley. Mm-hmm. And so he always would sing 10 Feet Away by Keith Whitley. That mm-hmm. was just kind of when we were dating in our 20s. And so that's still a favorite of mine because mm-hmm. he did a remake album and that was on it. So mm-hmm. that's definitely a favorite. And then Old Violin is a favorite of mine mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. The kids, Jonah is a lot like Daryl, as in his taste of music. He's kind of an old soul. Mm. He likes a lot of the Johnny Paycheck songs that Daryl recorded. Charlotte's more upbeat. Like, she likes the dance. Too Much Fun's probably her favorite, or Country Roads. Mm -hmm. And then Nora, Nora, she loves Country Roads as well. And then Mercer's kind of, he likes them all. Like, I don't know that he has a favorite. I think it depends on what day. But still very thankful that we, I will say that's probably carried us through a lot of dark times, Mm. just being able to hear dad's music. So Mm. it's a blessing that we still get to hear that voice. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Holly, we have an overwhelming amount of respect and admiration for you watching you as a single parent and in the middle of a story that you never imagined living. Mm. And just would love to ask you, what encouragement would you want to give to other single parents? Yeah, I'll say you have a vision of what your life is going to be like. And of course, never did I ever envision this. And it's like, Mm. oh my gosh, you know, we waited so long to have kids and we're kind of Felt like we were at our best, yes, you know, in those parenting times because you see your spouse in such a different way when they become a parent. It's like, oh, my gosh, this is heaven. Like, Mm. this is so sweet. But I say that to say I remember those early days of like, what am I going to do? I don't even know what to do. But that's where I've always had that foundation of faith and, you know, love for our Heavenly Father. But I feel like it kind of leaped into action Mm. in that moment of, you know, knowing that dad's not coming home and you have four little kiddos and, you know, what does that look like? So lots of love from family and friends. Our church group, they really helped carry us through really that first six months, even after just we were involved in a small group at church and those same people are still my dear friends. So... We definitely could not have done it without 
just the love of that community within our church. But really just that relationship with my Heavenly Father. I mean, that was when I did not have the words, and I did not a lot. It was like, okay, I don't know what to do. I need you to help. And I think, too, the kids, why? Lots of questions. And I had to learn to say, I don't know. Mm. And that's tough Mm because I think as a mom, we're fixers and we want to, you know, how can I fix it? What can I do? And it was like, I can't fix this. So (laughs) I need you to help me. But there's no doubt just having that relationship with Christ, it was, I can't do this alone. Mm. I need your help. How are your allergies doing this year, Sissy? Actually, much better thanks to my Air Doctor filter. Air Doctor filters out the worst allergens like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. That's why I can breathe much easier these days. David, did you know that Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors, breathing around 30,000 gallons of air daily? According to the EPA, indoor air could be more polluted than outdoor air. I did not know that. Where did you put your air doctor? I put it in my bedroom, and I am sleeping so much better. What about you? We put it in the living room because that's Owen's favorite place. I love feeling the air is clear in the center of our home. Air Doctor's Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of bacteria and viruses and virtually 100% of those teeny tiny particles we can't even see. They also feature whisper jet fans, which are 30% quieter than ordinary air purifiers. Air Doctor comes with the 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code RBG. And depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to $300 off. Lock in this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code RBG. That really takes us to our next question, which is sure something we know to be true about you, that your faith seems to really inform all of who you are as a person and as a parent. And would love to hear a little bit about how that foundation began and some folks who've really influenced you along the way. Yeah. Again, growing up in a small town, you know, we were at church all the time. And I think that's probably where that foundation Mm. obviously started, just, you know, going to church, being in those small groups, being in youth groups, going to camps. And so Mm -hmm. there was definitely a relationship there from early on. And that was, I think, my mom and dad, my grandparents. I mean, that's just, you know, it's what we did. I don't know that I knew why we did those things until I was, I think, an adult. And even maybe before the kids really kind of came into the picture, I just remember discussions, Daryl and I, you go to church and you do these things. Mm -hmm. But for us, I think it was so important to teach the kids those are great things and it is the body of Christ and you're going to realize you want to be around those people. They help strengthen you and they fill your cup and vice versa. But we also want you to know that we want you to have a relationship with Mm -hmm. God. You can talk to Him anywhere. 
Mm. It does not have to be in a you know at church on Sunday. You, he's your best friend, and mm. so that I think lesson came later for me, mm. not necessarily as a kid. So I think for me now as a mom, it's really important that I let the kids know, hey, he's with you. He's your best friend, and you can talk to him anywhere. Mm. And so that was just something I think for Daryl and I we used to talk about a lot. Just the most important thing is to know there's someone there with you at all times. When mom and dad's not there, someone that, you know, you can talk to and have that peace. So I think for me, love that. yeah. Thank you. Holly, just this month, we have lived through a great tragedy and tremendous loss just in our community. And you have lived through tragedy and loss mm. in your own experience. And we just would love to ask you just, what have you learned from loss? Oh, goodness. That's a great question. Um, you learn it's really not your strength that carries mm. you. I can't do this alone. I could not do it. Holly's not doing it. Mm. I have someone helping me, and that's our Heavenly Father. And I think not just the hope of knowing You'll see your loved ones again, or we'll get to see Dad again, but it's the assurance Mm, of knowing. So good, yes. Life is short. It's temporary. and But to know where we're going makes the journey. We still have work to do, is what I tell the kids. I'm like, we have a lot of work to do here. We're Mm -hmm. not done. So, you know, until we get there, we're going to do work here. Mm. But I think just that assurance of knowing that we'll see them again. You're sure doing good work. Sure. Well, thank you. And leading those kiddos in good work. Uh, With a lot of help. (laughs) Well, so in this season of the podcast, we're talking about raising emotionally strong and worry-free kids. And if you had to say a story from your growing up that's really shaped you into who you are, what would you say? I do tell the kids this a lot because, you know, as they get older, they have questions, and it's really fun. They're at a fun age right Mm. now, you know, where they want to know about mom and dad's childhood. And so it's all these questions you've never been asked for 20 years or more, Mm. and you're like, oh, gosh. So Nora, Mercer, and Jonah have all been baptized, and so that was something, obviously, for me as a parent and for Daryl as well, the most important decision. And just sitting there watching them, and you're just at a loss of words. And the peace, knowing, you know, mm-hmm. that's really the most important day in their life to make that decision. And we're kind of coming up on that with Charlotte, so I've had lots of questions. Mom, you know, were you saved, and what did that look like, and were you baptized? And so I could remember vividly, and she's eight, and, you know, mom was 13. And I remember my mom loved Billy Graham. She's from mm. North Carolina. I remember watching Billy Graham revivals growing up my whole life. Wow. But I remember that one Saturday night, we were watching him, and it was just this overwhelming, like, okay, this is it. Mm. Like, this is my moment. I'm was ready to, you know, ask Jesus to come into my heart. And I remember calling my mom in the room because a lot of times that was prompted by her to watch him. It was kind of on and we were doing things on Saturday and it was just, you know, the Holy Spirit was like, this is it. Mm -hmm. And I remember calling my mom and 
that wasn't in church on Sunday. It was on a Saturday, and there was a hotline number that you could call. And so we did all these things. And I think for me, that was such a huge step. And I just, you know, kind of look back at the kids and like, that was a turning point for mom. That was such an important part of moving forward and becoming an adult. So that's been one thing I would say that definitely shaped my life. And I could just remember everything about that day. Mm. But it's sweet to turn around and tell the kids because they want to know everything. Well, who did you call a hotline? You know, because it's not. <laughs> what does that like, even mean? Right. And they know who Billy Graham is because we've been to his library. And, wow. but, and it's very sweet to say, well, this is who, you know, mom was watching on TV. And, you know, this is kind of what happened. And so to have all those questions. Mm. It's just really surreal, I guess, Mm. to kind of, you get to relive it a little bit Mm -hmm. for your kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. David, you may not remember this because your kids are grown, but it can be so hard to find creative ways to keep kids busy and off of screens. Oh, I remember. We didn't have as many screens back then, but it was still hard. We struggle with this a lot with Henry, but I recently discovered KiwiCo. KiwiCo is a super cool subscription box for kids that offers multiple lines of fun and enriching projects that are designed to spark creativity, innovation, and learning. I love that they have developmentally appropriate projects for every child and interest level from newborn to teens. KiwiCo has developed over 2,000 projects in STEAM science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. You can select a crate or take their quiz to find the perfect match, pick a delivery plan, and watch your kids' excitement when they get their crates in the mail. Each crate comes with multiple projects that will keep them busy for hours and off their screens. That's the goal. I can't wait to get Henry's next crate. He loved the doctor play kit we got last time. It was so cute and helped him feel much more comfortable with the doctor last week. Sounds like you should be up for Ant of the Year Award. (laughs) KiwiCo has been creating awesome family experiences for the last 10 years with over 40 million crates delivered and over 20,000 five-star reviews. Redefine play with KiwiCo. Right now, get 50% off your first month. Crates started just $14 per month, plus free shipping on any crate line at KiwiCo.com, promo code RBG. 50% off your first month, plus free shipping at kiwico.com, promo code RBG. Kiwico.com, promo code RBG. Sissy, we just spoke in town last night and reminded the parents in the room about putting on their oxygen mask first. That great reminder that flight attendants give parents when they board flights. With summer rolling around and kids home more hours of the week than ever, that reminder feels so important. A hilarious dad who works from home told me last night at the book table that when school ends, sometimes his sanity does as well. (laughs) (laughs) You know who could help that dad out? Our friends at Wendy. Wendy is here to help parents relieve the stress in finding high quality sitters when they need them. I am talking daily with parents who are worried about summer childcare logistics. Wendy offers a nanny service where they match college students with families for the summer. We all love summer, and your kids especially love summer, but we lose the consistent schedule of kids in school. This creates all kinds of problems. Thankfully, there is a solution to this problem. 
Wendy, that's W-Y-N-D-Y, is an app that connects families to college student nannies literally in minutes. These college student nannies are background checked, interviewed, and honestly, just awesome. Wendy has been around for seven years. Over 20,000 families have used Wendy to complete more than 140,000 jobs. There are hundreds of qualified college student nannies on Wendy ready to work near you. Families have greater childcare needs in the summer and college students are looking for jobs. Wendy is here to match families to these college nannies. Everybody wins. This could be part-time or full-time. Wendy has a match for your needs. All you have to do is go to wendy.com slash rbg to start a search for a nanny. And as a special offer, they are going to knock $50 off your search if you go through that link. Wendy provides top-notch service, but at a fraction of the cost of a traditional nanny agency and no ongoing fees. Here's how it works. Go to wendy.com slash rbg to start your search. A Wendy concierge will find great matches for your job and set up interviews for you. You choose the one you like. Get started now because there are a lot of parents out there looking for nannies for the summer. Go to wyndy.com slash rbg. Well, building on that, what would you say are some things that you think help your kids become emotionally strong or worry-free? That's tough because I feel like they are exposed to things today that we were mm. never exposed to. I would miss those simpler times yes. of riding bicycles yes. and staying out all summer long and our parents not worrying about where we were or if we were safe. And I kind of long for those days a little mm. bit. And so we do live on a farm. and. I really encourage them, we're outside all the time, because I know how it makes me feel when I'm outside and the joy that comes from that, because it's the littlest things of just the sunrise or the sunset or the birds chirping or the wind. It takes away, I think, from all of our worries, and sometimes we get so entangled in that, and it kind of takes hold. So yesterday, we were outside all day until dark, and there were so many things to do. And I'm so guilty of, I got to do this, this, and this before Mm -hmm. bedtime. And I'm like, "Mm, we had testing this week. We're going outside. So Mm -hmm. we played wiffle ball. But my kids are different when we do those things Mm -hmm. than sitting inside and they're on phones or whatever that may be. But For us, I think it's really family time and just doing things we enjoy that doesn't take our mind somewhere to worry. It Mm kind of gets us out of our mind. Mm -hmm. It just like we're just outside and we're going to, who's winning? (laughs) Or because the boys being twins, it's competitive. Everything is competitive. (laughs) And so I think for us, our joy is really connecting as a family, but being outdoors. Mm. I love that. Me too. Okay, what is one statement you wish someone had said to you as you started this parenting journey? Mm, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going to break out to a song. Let it go. Don't sweat the small stuff. Mm. Do not sweat the small stuff. Early on, you know, you want to do everything right. With the boys, I didn't remember bringing them home from the nursery, and we were terrified. We were parents. They were mm. preemies. I just remember pulling out of the hospital and Daryl looked at me. He's like, what are we going to do? Like, 
what are we doing? And, you know, it was October and the thermostat was set at like 89 because they had to kind of regulate their body to, and we're dying. <laughs> but all those things were not necessary, but we were terrified. We didn't know. Sure. It does get easier, but it's, you look back and you're like, don't sweat the small stuff. Mm. You know, it really becomes like, oh, that was not a big deal. And mm. in the big scheme of things, and I think every season's different. And I could probably take that into every season. Don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. For sure. We talk a lot about arming ourselves with truth around here. Mm -hmm. And you've shared a lot of great truth already. But would love to hear one truth that you go back to over and over that helps you worry less as a parent. Gosh, I feel like I worry all the time. And I'm telling (laughs) them not to worry. But I Mm -hmm. do. I will say, like, sometimes I sit in the car line and— especially now spring's here and the sunshine and it's beautiful and you have those good and bad days. But then my biggest prayer is I, I tell the kids this, I'm like, we're going to put on the armor of God, put on the armor of God every day we have to put. That's kind of a thing we say. And then Daryl used to take them to school. So our big thing is getting out at school. We pray every morning. And then sometimes we take turns, like the kids don't want to pray. And It's really funny because now if we're in a hurry and we're in the school line and mom, pray. Like, I'm like, okay. And it may be a quick prayer, but now it's almost we have to do that, Mm. which I love. Mm -hmm. And it fills my heart because it's like they have to have it. And I'm like, yes, you do. You do have to have it because it helps in every way. But our big thing is when we get out, it's be the light of Jesus. And I'll say, be the light of Jesus, and they'll answer so others can see. Oh, and so I'm wow. like, but that was something Daryl started. I love that. And a sweet story from Be the H- light of Jesus. Be the light of Jesus so, so others, others can see. Wow. Daryl started that. So mm-hmm. Daryl would always take them to school. And once I started taking them, when he passed away, they got out and they're like, Mom, you didn't say it. I'm like, what? And so, full circle, about a year later, we had a gentleman that I never knew reach out to me through social media that goes to our school. His child goes to our school, too. He said, I just wanted to tell you something. He's like, sorry for your loss, but I used to hear your husband every day. The kids would get out. So, he would say, be the light of Jesus, but they would be out of the car and turn back around and say, so others can see. Mm. And I thought, okay. Okay. Wow. But for me, that's to have the faith of a child of yeah. them, you know, mom. Did, and I'm like, that's it. That's it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That Beautiful. is rich truth. Yes, it is. Well, we like to end with something fun and food related. Ooh. We've got a two-part <laughs> question for you. Okay. The first part is queso or guac. And the second part is what's your favorite kind of taco? Oh, gosh. Okay. So we do Taco Tuesday. Oh, so. that's so fun. We have a dance and all. We love uh-uh. it. Yeah, the, yeah, we do. Aww. So um, I would say my favorite is queso. Mm. I guess I'm a queso girl. And then my favorite taco, I like basic. Like I like beef, lots of cheese, and lettuce. Yum. And I like a soft taco. <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah, yeah. Sounds we so love, good. yeah, yes. We love Taco Tuesday. That's a thing mm. for us. I love that you have a dance. To we have go a dance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got to make so it happy. fun. See it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to make, make it fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just was thinking as you were talking about my favorite story okay. about your kiddos. I don't know if you know this story. I that don't know. My sister, when she was about to become a mom, she found out she was going to have a little boy. 
she got to be around your guys. And she said, hey, I want you all to tell me something you really love about being a boy. What do I need to know? Mm -hmm. And one of them looked at her and said, I love my mama. That was his whole response to what is amazing about being a boy. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, gosh. That made my day. Well, it's so true. And as you're saying, be the light of Jesus so others can see. I mean, that is absolutely who you have been in those kids' lives, who you are in ours. That's why we wanted you on the podcast and who you continue to be in the world. So thank you. Mm, Thank you all for having me. Oh, my goodness. Y'all have been a blessing to us in more ways than you know. Wow. We love you guys. Yeah, we love you all. It's our joy to bring the experience and insight we gain through our work beyond the walls of the Daystar House. If you enjoyed this conversation, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to click the follow button in your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. To learn more about our parenting resources or to see if we're coming to a city near you, visit our website at RaisingBoysAndGirls.com. Join us next time for more help and hope as you continue your journey of raising boys and girls.